welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Karen Kenny show. Uh, I've been wanting to do this sucker for a long time and I'm just going to like, boom, bang this one out. Lickety split. It really is just an extra super duper love letter from my heart to yours. And I think I'm going to call this sucker. They're gonna judge you anyways. I know not the best grandma. <laughs> I don't worry about that though. They're gonna judge you anyways. Okay. Here's why I want to talk about this. Um, so this is something that's been on my mind for a long time, but it really um, also came up for me because last night we had a call uh, for the nest, my spiritual, um, my spiritual community uh, and group that I have and uh, my membership. Right. And so it's a reoccurring theme, not only within that community, but just in general, in talking to people. When I talk to entrepreneurs, when I talk to creatives, when I talk to human beings, right? Just human beings in general, right? One of the things, one of the greatest fears that people have is I don't want to do X, Y, and Z, or I'm afraid to say X, Y, and Z. I'm afraid to be fully myself or do this or do that or say this or say that because I'm afraid that I'm going to be judged. And the thing is, is that when we feel judged, right? It's like, we feel like we don't fit in, that we don't belong, that we're being attacked, that we're not safe, right? Those are the, the greatest fears of being judged, being rejected, being abandoned, right? Not, not feeling good enough. When we feel judged, right? One of the big things that we often feel is that I am somehow wrong. I don't belong here. I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. Fill in the blank. It comes up in a thousand different ways. And one of the things that I see is that this fear of judgment stops a lot of people in their tracks. You may have been given, as A Course in Miracles says, your own individual curriculum, what I sometimes call your own divine assignment. You have been given um, certain gifts or talents um, or skill sets that you can grow through practice or whatever. You have come here because you have been called to a particular thing. You are purposed for a particular thing. Uh, you are meant to shine. As, as, as all children of God are meant to shine, right? And then you get around other people. <laughs> and here's the reality. We all judge. This is what human beings do. This is the full-time gig of the ego mind, of that little suspicious bastard, right? That little ego mind. It loves to judge. Because when we judge other people, what happens is, is the ego feels superior. Not only does that mean the ego feels superior, then some little small part of us also feels superior. And what happens is when the ego continues to judge like that, it gets stronger and it gets stronger and then it continues to do it. And you find yourself on this pattern of not only being somebody who judged, but being on the receiving end of being judged. 
And the thing is, is that it just kind of breaks my hat that so many people will not pursue their dreams, will not start the projects, will not write the book, will not say I love you, will not do all these different things. I can't show up as my full self. I can't claim this dream. I can't say this thing out loud. I can't make this post. I can't just basically share my hat unafraid of somehow somebody coming for me. You know, when we live in a culture right now where people are more interested in tearing people down than they are in building people up. They're, they're more interested in canceling people than creating community. And it gets worse and worse and worse, it seems, all the time. So I understand why it can feel really scary to put yourself out there or to be seen or to start a project or start a business or, um, you know, create something or share something or even post something that matters to you uh, because we are afraid that other people are going to judge us. And the reality of it is, is that our brains are actually wired that way. Our brains are actually wired to judge, right? That's the thing that we do. We move through the world and rather than taking time to, to pause and to really think and reflect and use our critical mind and to try to understand the thing, judgment allows us to just kind of move really quickly. And we look around and it's like, oh, you know, like, oh yeah, that's not for me. I don't like that. So it's all these um, perceptions and perspectives and opinions and preferences. And we kind of launch them onto other people, right? You'll be at the gym working out perhaps, right? I'm just going to show a bunch, of, a bunch of examples, right? And you look over and you see somebody and you're like, really? They're wearing that, right? Because that's, that's, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, I'm just going to use some examples, right? Or people will be like, well, you shouldn't do that because they have a different set of values than you, right? So constantly we're kind of walking around, bumping into each other. And there's all of this kind of like either self-righteousness of judging others or feeling wrong or self-wrongness of feeling judged. The reality of it is, you guys, is that no matter what you do, you could take the most popular artist, the most popular singer, the most popular athlete, whatever, somebody, you could take Mother Teresa, you could take a president, you could take people who have done really incredible or beautiful or powerful things to, to create more love in the world, to change the world, to bring joy through their entertainment, their skill set, whatever. And there's always going to be somebody out there just waiting to troll and just waiting to hate and just waiting to say, well, I don't like it. Did you see what so-and-so? They're just waiting to gossip and attack and tear down and whatever. The reason why I'm saying all of this is I never want what other people might say or might do or whatever because stop you from you following through on your assignment, on your individual curriculum on the calling that you have been called to do, the purpose that has been put on your heart, right? Your mission, your ministry, your message, the reason why you're here. And it's amazing, right? Because if we're brought up in a way where we don't get a lot of support, we don't get a lot of love, we don't have a lot of self-esteem or self-confidence or self-knowing or self-worth, we can become really um, insecure around needing other people to like us, to to see us, to cheerlead us, to validate us, right? All that external from the outside in. And I really just don't want people to be stopped by what other people might say or do or whatever. Um, the thing is, is that they're gonna judge you anyways. <laughs> it's just, it's just the reality. And there's something that I say where I say like at this age, right? I'm gonna be 54 in a couple of weeks. 
uh, I'm more afraid or a few more, I don't know, I don't know, in October, right? Beginning of October, I'm going to be 54. And I always say, I'm more afraid to not do what I came here to do. I'm more afraid to not follow the call of my heart and say the things I'm supposed to say and go to the places I'm supposed to go and meet the people I'm supposed to meet. I'm more afraid to not do what I am here to do than I'm afraid of what they're going to say about me if I do it. This is, there's a certain amount of freedom in that. It doesn't mean that I don't second guess and I don't take a look around and I don't use my discernment. Discernment is a little bit different than judgment. Discernment is more like having awareness or understanding without big reactionary emotions, right? I discern, I look around and I say, is this a safe place for me? Do I, do I want to be here? Is this a good community for me? Whatever. I can discern. I can make observations and have awareness and have understanding for myself without attacking, judging, or whatever others. That was what, that to me is like healthy, right? Healthy critical thinking of being able to discern a thing. The problem with judgment is just even think about the root of that word, like judge, right? The ego acts as if it is the judge and the jury. The ego acts as if every fucking buddy and everything around them is on trial. And you can never actually win with the ego, because the ego, right? Here's the thing. Who here has ever judged somebody? Just double amen hands if you can appreciate this. Who here has ever judged somebody and then judged themselves for judging, right? Do you see like the vicious loop there? And the thing is, is that the mind is going to judge. People are going to judge. They're gonna do it anyways. So please do not let it stop you. Please, for the love of all things holy. And I know part of it is getting, right, the nervous system a little more regulated to be able to bump up against things, to kind of stretch the comfort zone a little bit, to be able to say, okay, so-and-so might not like this. this, this person might not be happy, but I love myself. I believe in this. This is important to me. I don't need them to understand. I don't need them to approve. I don't need them to pat me on the head or give me permission. Part of this is like deep spiritual growth work, right? Part of this is deep personal development with the spiritual alignment piece, that sanctum sanctorum within us where, where, where the love lives, right? And so much of this is about allowing your love of whatever the thing is, the project, the, the post, the person, the thing that you want to say or express or do. You have to let your love of that be greater than your fear of what they might say. They might not like me. I might not get more followers or friends or they might unfriend me if I say this thing. And I'm not talking about being an asshole. I'm not talking about being mean or unkind or speaking your truth at such a level that it's abrasive and aggressive and just downright mean. I'm not saying that. But I am saying honor, honor your voice, honor what you're feeling, honor um, you know, what's important to you and what really matters. And don't let the fact that other people might judge me, right? Or judge you, stop you because they're gonna judge you anyways. Their judgment might be, oh, I love that. I like that. Their judgment might be depending on their mood, their energy level. Are they hangry? Do they have a different religious, um, you know, point of view? Are they, I don't know. There's a thousand ways, right? That human beings like show up, but they're gonna judge you anyway, whether it's in your favor or not. So we cannot, it's imperative that we don't let that fear of what others might think 
or what others might say. Now, sometimes, of course, we have to be mindful of what others might do. I'm not talking about just like throw caution and safety to the wind. We want to be smart, right? Sometimes you got to know your audience. You got to know if this is actually a physically safe place to like say or do a thing, right? The reality of it is, is that we want to, um, what do I want to say? Um, if we if we stop being so afraid about other people's judgments, and I would say this, I often said to somebody else, you know, why do you think one of the reasons why you're so afraid of being judged? Sorry, but like all over the place. But I'm trying to come back to this thing. Why are we afraid of other people's judgments? A lot of times it's like because we're afraid that they're going to say something that we already think is true. Other people saying crazy shit to us that isn't true isn't that big of a deal because you can kind of like push it away like a fly, like a little mosquito, like, yeah, that's crazy talk, whatever. But a lot of times what we fear is that they're going to say something and we're going to think that they're right. And also in the same way, when we're judging others, what it's often doing is revealing something about ourselves. So I, I wrote this down um, so I would be able to, to see it. So Carl Jung, Carl Jung, he basically says, although our conscious minds are avoiding our own flaws, they still want to deal with them on a deeper level. So we magnify those flaws in others. Let me say that again. This is what we call projection in A Course in Miracles. We say projection makes perception. So what we can't see within ourselves, which what, what we're afraid to see within ourselves, we project out onto the world or we project out onto others. And then we get like a little bit of spiritual amnesia, right? We forget that we're the cause. We're just looking at the world and we're like, oh, it's just the world is the cause of my unhappiness. Their judgment of me is what causes me to be afraid. What we don't realize is that we are cause. The world is effect. And that um, he says, Carl Jung also says, knowing our own darkness is the best. Blah, blah, blah. Knowing our own darkness is the best method for dealing with the darkness in other people. So first we reject it within ourselves. We're like, I don't want to see this. I'm not whatever. We get a little like amnesia and then we project it out onto other people. And then we're like, see, and it's always this hierarchy game. It's always the ego's desire. It, the ego loves to be special. And it loves to be special in two ways. One through superiority, which is what we're kind of talking about today. But the other sneaky little habit it does is it will try to make you special by either you being superior or you being shittier, right? You being less than. It's just this racket. It's just this racket that, that it plays on you. The reality of it is, is that um, when we're judging other people, what it's often doing, it's, it's defining yourself, right? There's a guy, Earl Nightingale, I think said this, when you judge others, you don't define them, you define yourself. So we want to be really aware when we're kind of doing that, when we're projecting out onto other people. And one of the things I was going to say is if you want to stop being so afraid of being judged, right? The work is in you stop judging yourself and others. I'm going to say that again. If you want to have less fear around being judged all the time and what other people are going to say about you or think about you or whatever, start with stop judging yourself and others. And there's a couple of ways that we can start to do this, right? So much of this is about being aware, just noticing even, just noticing even that you're doing it. So often it is so um, instinctual. People just do it totally out of habit, right? So rather than um, just pausing, right, or catching yourself, 
Um, and just noticing, hey, that's a crazy thought that I just had. I just totally attacked this person for no reason. I just totally projected onto them and just made some story. It's, it's so much storytelling. That's what judging is so much, right? We look at another person and we very quickly, we try to write some sort of story about them. I don't like them. I don't know why they're wearing that. I don't know why they sound like that. I don't know why they shop there. I don't know why they do that. I don't know why they, th right? It's like, constant barrage of bullshit is what it really is. So here's one of the things we have to do. We got to start with being self-aware. We have to recognize, oh my God, I just had that crazy judgmental thought. And then I always ask myself a series of questions, right? It's like, how can I possibly know that? The one thing I remind myself all the time is that I am not God, meaning I am not omnipotent. I do not have um, a, a, the view of everything, everywhere, all the time. Everybody, everything, all, everywhere, all the time. I do not have that kind of lens or scope. I don't know what's going on in the hearts and minds of all people. I don't know what motivates them or what is driving that or what happened to them to make them have that reaction, that response, whatever. So first of all, just being really self-aware that you are not the master of the universe, that you do not know everything, that there is a possibility that you could be fucking wrong about your judgment, your opinion, or whatever of another person. Sometimes you are often very wrong about your own judgment about yourself, never mind somebody else out there. So here's the thing. We want to be self-aware. We want to practice, right? Kindness, loving kindness, right? Metta, as we call it, loving kindness. We want to practice some self-acceptance self-awareness. This means be present. Pay attention. If you're moving too fast, if your mind is moving too fast, if you do not have some sort of a daily spiritual practice that helps you to slow down your mind, slow down your thinking, slow down the pace that the ego loves to run at. And of course, in miracles, we say the ego always speaks first and loudest. And I always add, and it's always wrong, right? It loves to jump to conclusion. It loves to like kind of go to the familiar. That's what the brain does too, okay? So we have to learn to like rewire, stay open, keep the mind open, keep the mind curious, keep the mind in a questioning state, not a questioning state of um, insecurity of like, oh my God, I'm not good enough. No, I don't mean that, but like a questioning state of like, well, how did I come to this conclusion? Do I really know what I'm talking about? Why do I think this? Why do I believe this? Why did I just say that, right? We should always be watching our minds and our mouths like a hawk. Better be watching the quality of our thoughts, our words, and our actions like a hawk, man. Like, like really be zoned, like just pay attention, pay attention. And then I always say, when we're curious about people, I always say like, it's really hard to know people's stories, to be curious and to really like know people's stories and not in some way either forgive them, care for them, even sometimes love them, or at the very least, understand. I, I'm not saying I approve of what they did, it, you know, whatever, but I at least understand how they got there. And so, so much of this is like em, em, having empathy and compassion for others. 
but it's got to start out with us with us, right? We can't just wait for the rest of the world to not judge us. We can't wait for the rest of the world to stop doing the thing because not everybody in the world is paying that close of attention to themselves, how others feel around them, what they're saying, the impact they're making with their energy, with their thoughts, with their words, with their actions. So we have to be responsible for our own little thing. So if you don't want to be judged as much, start with you and how much you're judging yourself and others. That's one of the first places to go. And the, again, the bottom line is, is that judgment is this constant comparison game that we're playing. It's, it's always like trying to validate everything, but it's all based on our own perception and our own perception is limited. And you want to take this into um, account when you're worrying about, I'm always like, when people say to me, well, I can't do that because they'll da 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 da. And I always say, who's the they's? Who are these we's that we're all so worried about, right? The greatest thing is, are you living in alignment with your own core values, with what matters to you? Is what you think, say, and do in spiritual alignment where you actually can have that ease? Because if you're living out your true, call it your, your dharma, you're living out your, your, again, your calling, your purpose, your ministry, your mission, your mandate. If you're in alignment with that, it doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. I always say, I answer to a higher authority than man. I answer to a higher authority that comes to me and through me, right? Call it God, source, unconditional love, love, divine intelligence. You know, doesn't mean I don't sometimes miss the mark. Doesn't mean I don't sometimes make mistakes. But the older I get, the more, the more I am always trying to catch my own judgment. Again, doesn't mean that the first thought that pops into my head isn't an insane one, but I can slow down enough now to catch it, to recognize, to say something and go, ooh, that wasn't necessary. That wasn't kind. And it probably wasn't true. Like I need to like take that one back, even if I'm just saying it to myself, right? So here's the thing. People are going to judge you anyways, because this is what the ego mind does. It's also why it's really powerful to have spiritual practices that help you to understand that there are just two emotions, love and fear, and two teachers who represent those emotions. And fear is to the ego what love is to spirit or Holy Spirit or the inner teacher. And the reality of it is, is that when we are in judgment, we are choosing the wrong teacher. We are in the zone of fear. We are in the realm of fear and destruction and attack and judgment and separation. That's what the ego is really trying to do with judgment. It is trying to separate. And we all know that the experience of, of as that we would say in A Course in Miracles, heaven is the, that experience, that remembrance of perfect oneness. And so often, love, what love is trying to do is to help us to see that divine spark, right, in, in all of us, to recognize our kin and say, oh, yeah, we're all one. We're all part of this. And what the ego is doing is walking around slapping labels on everything and trying to separate everything and make something superior and make something shitta, shittier and, and really do this hierarchy. And that's not really um, how things happen. When we judge, we separate. And it's through understanding that we actually grow and we connect and we have a more peaceful and loving world. So, you know, at the end of the day, there's one more, there's one more quote that I wanted to share. Um, let's see if I can find it here. It says, um, yeah, if we, if we just stop trying to have everything kind of fit into our preferences, our zone of judgment, all the things that we use to judge others, if we can just stop doing that, <laughs> you know, we're way more likely to have, 
uh, a world around us that we feel safe in, that we appreciate, that we have gratitude for, and a place where we are spreading more love. So you guys, again, I'm not going to say, they're probably going to judge you anyway. So don't let that stop you in your tracks. And you know, if you're just willing to be honest with yourself, you'll know this to be true. Because think about how many times a day that you judge others. And in A Course in Miracles is a line that has always stayed with me. And it says, basically, you know, when we're not thinking loving thoughts, when we're really in our mind judging our brothers and sisters, what we're really doing is attacking them. And what we're really doing on some level is murdering them. And what I often say is that you may not have ever physically taken up arms against anybody else. You might never be a person who would ever dream of striking somebody physically uh, or hurt them or harm them in some way. But we can sure as heck act like serial killers in our mind all day long. So that's where it begins. And like I said, we have spiritual things in place, spiritual tools in place. So this is one of the things that I love to, um, that often comes up in my one-to-one work with people. Um, you know, in my spiritual mentorship work, in my programs, in the Quest, which is my one-to-one spiritual mentorship program with uh, healing hypnotherapy. And it also comes up in the nest, of course, on the group calls and stuff like this. We see this kind of stuff all the time. So you guys, if these are things that are, are calling to you, Uh, In September, I have two spaces still open currently as of this recording uh, for uh, the quest for my one-to-one spiritual mentorship program. It includes hypnotherapy and hypnosis and uh, a bunch of other fantastic tools. It just brings together the best of basically brain science, subconscious reprogramming, spiritual mentorship, healing, hypnotherapy, and then a bunch of other tools that I have. So I have two spots still open uh, as of right now if that... um, resonates with you, if it calls to your hat, reach out, shoot me an email, right? Karen at karenkenny.com. Or you can also go to my contact page on my website, karenkenny.com slash contact. You can shoot me a DM. I mean, there's a thousand ways to get in touch with me. So you guys, they're probably going to judge you anyways. And that's okay. That's just the ego doing its thing. Our job is to show up as the love and the light that we really are to recognize that when we're doing it and not take it so seriously when other people are doing it right? Remember, whenever we are judging, we are often um, what's resisting or rejecting something within ourselves. So we cast it out onto other people because it's easier to blame other people and see it out there and do the superior thing. Because if I put it on you, I don't have to look at it in myself. And then other people, remember, are just doing the same thing to you. It's all a racket run by the ego and we don't have to be held hostage to it right? A Course in Miracles has that line, I love, you've heard me say it many times. We can either be held hostage to the ego, we can be a hostage to the ego or a host to God, a host to love. And that's the experience that I want to go for. That's the experience that I want for myself. That's the experience I want for you and for all the beings and creatures on the planet. So when we're in judgment, we are not in that role of love. So when we are on the receiving end of it, that's the thing. We know how much it hurts. We know how much it hurts to be in the aim and the fire of somebody else's attack of judgment. So let's maybe stop doing it first and foremost to ourselves and to each other. This is how we make the world a better place. We start with ourselves. That's the only thing we can actually really heal or save or make better. We start here and then the work that we do, the inner work that we do, it affects the external and the outer world, okay? It's an inside job first. So I hope this was helpful in some ways, you guys. I really appreciate you. Thanks for listening. I know I was talking really fast on this one because I had to get it done. (laughs) So you might have to like maybe listen to this on a slower speed. You guys, wherever you go, may you leave the people, the place, the animals, the environment, and yourself better than how you found it.
wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. (laughs) I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.